If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We got a whole bunch of callers on hold, and I'm going to get to them in just a minute. Wanted to give you a little update of what's going on down here in Sweet Home, Alabama. My husband, Tim, is healing very well from his new right knee. Thank you for all your notes and prayers and kind thoughts for his healing. He's two weeks out, and uh, he's just doing great, doing great. Still using a walker and still needs a lot of help, but he's doing well. I was in Columbus, Ohio for a funeral this week. I just got back a couple of hours ago, flew in. One of my best friend's dad died. And so my stepdaughter, Holly, stayed with her dad and that worked out well. So I could go up there and and be with my friend, Lisa, and her family. Lisa and I have been friends since we were 10. So I've known Big Ed, as he was affectionately known, for a long time. And it was very unexpected. So um, I was glad to be able to do that. And by the way, this is the third time I've flown since June, and it's been great, you guys. Don't be afraid to fly because the airlines are doing a great job. The airports are doing a great job. It's probably the easiest I've ever seen the airports as far as getting in and out. (laughs) I, I was telling Tim when I got home this afternoon, I said, I don't remember ever in my whole life being the first plane on the runway to take off in Atlanta. Usually we're 15th or 30th or something with the planes stacked up. So I know it's coming back, but uh, I can't say enough good things about the airlines. They are just doing a tremendous job. And so if you're thinking about going someplace, I highly recommend that you do and don't be afraid to fly because they're really doing a great job. So with that, let's go to the phones. Our first caller is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. 
Hi, Julie. Hi. How, um, how are you, thanks girl? Thanks a lot for taking my call, and um, I'm, I'm happy your husband is recovering, so... Wow. Yeah, I got home in time to take him to physical therapy, and oh, that's they, worked him, they worked him good. He was pretty pooped when he came out, but, oh, but he's doing imagine. good. Sarah, tell everybody where you're calling from, please. Yeah, I'm calling from Berlin, Germany, so from overseas. Berlin. So it's the middle of the night for you. Yes, but I wanted to stay up. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, thanks you, a lot for taking my call. Really you bet. You got a question yes. for me? Yes, yeah, so I wanted to ask, in my last um, personal session with you, we found out that the problem, um, well, the, the, the root cause to the multiple problems in my body is yeast, especially uh-huh. in my entire, in my esophagus, and in my intestines, and in my bladder, and so on. And you said that so far I'm using the tablets, and you said that I should probably use the 50 billion unit powder, but it is not admitted to the market here in Europe, nowhere. Uh-huh. And at the moment, I can't go to the U.S. due to the travel ban, so there's no way for me to get the powder right now. So I wanted to ask whether you have any idea how I could get that. And in addition, lately, also, I, I was wondering whether there's something new or else and if you could scan me again because also my head very often feels really hot as if it's kind of exploding and due to the yeast in my bladder I lost control over my bladder a lot really weird so I'm wondering how can the yeast do that to my bladder or is that something else um okay yeah. well, let me get you on my radar what she's talking about everybody is nystatin which is yeah. an antifungal that they give babies for thrush and it kills yeast on contact and so i suggested she go to her doctor and get a prescription for nystatin but in germany it's sold over the counter right sarah the tablets are yeah and the reason is yeah and the reason why it's sold over the counter is that the tablets are so much weaker it's 500,000 right. international units whereas the powder is 15 billion so yeah right. it makes sense and it's not admitted prescription nystatin is not admitted to the market here at all right so uh what I'm doing everybody especially those of you who are first time listeners I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when our spirits attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So by raising my vibrational level to level of spirit, and this is what I teach in my class, by the way, everybody can do this. I learned how to do all this stuff that I do. Everybody has the ability. It's just learning to enhance it and, and develop it and perfect it. Over time. So, Sarah, I'm closing my eyes. I've raised my vibrational level. I'm watching a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's coming over to you in Berlin, crossing the Atlantic, heading across Western Europe, heading into you in Berlin. And then I have a hologram of you in my mind's eye. And it's as if I'm looking at an x ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And I've shot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. And you're still full of yeast, girl. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about mold. Are you living in an apartment that has mold in it? No. Okay. No, it but you have in the past, correct? Yes. 
And that's what we think really precipitated this whole yeast overgrowth thing with you going on. So I'm clearing it out again out of your GI tract. Your bladder just looks like raw hamburger. It's really... Yeah, that's also what it feels like. I bet. I am so sorry. I know how painful that is. I've been there with yeast. And yeast just... And it inflames it so much that it it almost looks like when you skin your knee and it's oozing. You know, it's not necessarily bleeding, but it's oozing. That's what your bladder looks like. So I'm putting anti-inflammatory energy in there. I use this energetic cream. It looks like really thick face cream, Sarah, like you'd find in a... Oh, over here, there's this blue jar called the Nivea cream jar that yeah. most of our mothers and grandmothers have used at some point. Yeah, yeah, And then it has anti-inflammatory properties in it and, it and it'll heal tender tissues. So I'm doing that and I'm getting the yeast removed out of your GI tract. I don't know what to tell you about getting a prescription. I think you're going to have to talk to your doctor about what you can get and if, if there's something that's comparable, you may yeah, even want to call the only thing is the Nystatin tablets that I already have. But yes, you, may want to, you may want to talk to a pharmacist and find out what they recommend. Yeah, I did. So they said, so the only way to get it is actually from the U.S. And then the way would be that you have a doctor kind of having to write something that says why or explains why it is mandatory that I need exactly this one medication that is not available here. And then they kind of have to convince the pharmacy to consult with the pharmacy in the U.S. to have it shipped here, something like that. But Well, I would check with a local pharmacy in uh, Berlin and find out if there's a... Um, Find out if there's something that's comparable, you know, because a lot of times there's medicine that is comparable and it's just a different brand or something. So there may be something there that you could use okay. that would be comparable. But it's not gonna it's not gonna leave permanent damage to my esophagus or intestines or bladder, right? Because it's been for so long now. Well, the nystatin shouldn't. But I don't know. I'm not. No, a I mean, I mean the yeast. I mean, I meant so the you're yeast. Gonna to, you're going to need to. Yeah, get no, I meant the yeast. Once, once it's cleared, it's, it's not going to permanently. It usually doesn't. Damage. No, I've never heard of it. Yeah, I've never heard of it. So call, call a doctor. Call your pharmacist. Find out if there's something comparable. Find out what you need to do if there isn't to um, to get nice statin or or. Um, ask them their advice. So I'm sorry I don't I can't help you more with the the medicines and what's sold in what country, but Yeah, I'm just kind of putting out to the universe to get the nice dad and powder. Because here yeah. all the doctors I went to they don't even believe in the yeast. They say it's not right. a thing, so I can't right. really go there anymore because right. they don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. But then I'm glad it's let us know what you find out. Okay. All right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sweet dreams. Go to bed. Thanks. Go to bed. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. All right. Let's go to Lisa next. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi. How are you? I'm well. How are you? 
Not bad. I'm the the your graduate, Lisa. I know. Yeah. I'm doing well. Yeah. She's my graduate. She took my angelic attendant training class. I I'm in the eighth group, Lisa. And wow. um, and and the group for January, I do it once a quarter. The group for January, we have twelve spots, seven of them are already taken. So anybody listening if you want to learn how to do all this stuff, sign up for the January session because it's going to fill up before the end of the year. Yeah, it will fill yeah. up. It, it is so worth it. I can attest to that. That's for sure. Oh, thanks, Carl. Where? Tell everybody where you're coming from, please. Oh, you know, I'm calling from Maine. And I will be right back after the break, and we'll pick up with Lisa. So stay with us, everybody. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Before the break, we were talking with Lisa. And, Lisa, you were just about ready to tell everybody where you're calling in from. Oh, I'm calling from Maine. Maine. All right. Yeah. You got a question for me? Yeah. What's that? You got a question for me? I do. After after 23 years as an occupational therapist, I left my job in June just because I was so burned out, and I started my own business, which I'm doing very well with, but money is still a little bit tight. So my question for spirit is, is it in my best interest to take a per diem job in therapy for the extra money? Or should I just keep focusing solely on my business? So did you guys all hear how Miss Lisa posed that question to Spirit? Because she's taken my class. Right, Lisa? Right of the class. Right. Because if we ask, is it in my best? Very good, Grasshopper. Uh, when we <laughs> ask it in that way, is it in my best interest too? Then that encompasses all variables. Because things that are in the future have a bazillion variables that come into play that can affect an outcome. Tell everybody what your new business is. It's called Gaia's Ground. um, And I make beachstone mats for reflexology and grounding. Yeah. All right. So tell everybody your website while you're on here. Oh, it's called, um, well, on social media, it's at Gaia's Ground, G-A-I-A-S Ground. And there's a link to my Etsy shop there. I want to get more into energy healing and that sort of thing and away from like the corporate healthcare type of thing. Yeah, and you learned how to do all that in my class, didn't you, girl? I did, and that's the direction I want to go. I know. But for money, I don't... Yeah. When you ask the question, Lisa, is it in my best interest to get a per diem job? Is that how you posed it? Basically, just yeah, for the extra Mm -hmm. money, or should I just Mm -hmm. focus solely on my business? I got a yes on the per diem job halfway through your question being asked. Okay, I was getting a yes too. I just needed that validation. Yeah, and. And I can tell you as an entrepreneur that has founded nine companies in five industries over 30 years, I always had money coming in from one source before I started something else. And uh, it's just, it's so stressful 
when you don't have the money coming in, as you know, you're feeling that. And you know from taking the class, when you're in a negative emotional state, you're at a low vibration and you can't get guidance from spirit because spirit's at a high vibration. So Right, and I have been feeling a bit cut off, so Yeah. So yes, do what you need to do to pay the bills. And now trust it's all going to unfold perfectly. It always does. The people you're going to need show up when you need them. The money is going to show up when you need it. You're going to be guided as long as you keep your vibration level high. And you know how to do that from the class, the two-minute rule, right? And you absolutely do. So even if you have to use that five times a day, 50 times a day, when, when we're in a low vibrational state, you guys, fear is the basis of everything that feels bad to us. Joy and love is the basis of everything that feels good, even neutral. So fear, if it's rational and it's going to kill us, all right, so change the conditions. Most things are based in irrational fear, like 99% of them, and they're fake. But they feel like they're going to kill us. Like, oh, my God, how am I going to pay the, the mortgage? Right, Lisa? <laughs> right. And so. Yeah, so you want to snap out of that fast and use the two-minute rule. Ask yourself, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? If it is, get out of the street before the truck runs you over. If it's not, <laughs> then, then you know that it's fake. And you, by going to curiosity and asking that question, what it does is it immediately raises your vibrational levels. To do that, Lisa, you'll get inspiration. Trust it's all going to come to fruition. Everybody check out our website. So... Thanks for calling. Thank I hope you. that helps. Thank you very much, Jewelry. <laughs> we'll see you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care. All let's go to Miss Patty next. Hi, Patty. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Hi. I hope that everything's going well with you. It is. It's been just crazy, though, time-wise. I mean, just bananaramas. Uh, so between trips and Tim's surgery and it's just been nuts but you know it makes life exciting and it and right. it's, but your husband is doing well and that's the good he's thing doing great yeah he's doing great and I'm it's so happy to you around him all the time you know I'm zapping on him all my graduates are zapping on him people are praying for him it's just the surgeon and the physical therapist are thrilled so yeah it's good I, I, I heard something everybody I just know everybody where you're calling from I'm from Queens New York I heard something okay. when, God rest his soul, when John, when John Paul II, St. John Paul II, was operated on, he said, the surgeon said that he felt all the prayers of people praying for him. Mm-hmm. And it was fascinating when I read that, that all everybody was praying for the Pope, and the surgeon actually felt it. Well... In my book, Angelic Attendance, what really happens as we transition from this life into the next, there's a chapter in there about what happens in the operating room when somebody's in surgery. And I tell a story about Tim, and I can tell how much prayer is being said for the person based on on how many spirits are there to support the person that's having surgery. So read that. I don't remember what chapter it is, but there's a whole chapter in my book about that. And uh, it's pretty fascinating. So you got a question Yes, um, I'm finally going to go see the endocrinologist um, next week, and I will ask 
And I will ask about um, the thyroid. I'm going to ask about the hormones, and because he's an uh, because she's an endocrinologist, and it's a perfect person to ask about the bio. Um, what do you say? The bio. Um, the uh, bio Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to go because ever since the pandemic set, because I had this session with you back in January. and I was thinking, I'm going to have to hold you over because we're going to break. But when we come back, we'll pick up with Patty from Queens. Everybody stay with us. And you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We're talking with Miss Patty from Queens. And, Patty, you were saying before the break that you're going to go to the endocrinologist and ask about hormones and thyroid. Did you have a question about that? Yes. Um, 23 years ago, I ended up in a hospital at Racing Heart, and I ended up having an overactive thyroid. Now, I'm having night sweats. Last night, I was having a lot of night sweats. My heart was racing. And I think this started back in August. I was starting to have these heart flutters, but it was more than normal. And last and yesterday, my throat was very sore, and I do suffer from acid reflux from time to time. And that can cause my heart to race. Now, most important thing that I need to know, if it is my thyroid, can you ask the angels like to heal it, to at least calm down? Because that's freaking scary. I was like, my heart was raised 130 beats a minute when I was in the hospital. 23 years ago, and they had to give me um, beta blockers. That would, This is something my mother's taking to help lower my heart rate. I took it for a couple of months, and then my heart was okay. My thyroid went back to normal, and I haven't had any problems since. That, But now, um, in 2011, I had, like, um, thyroiditis, and the doctor, uh, an endocrinologist said to me, you have to have your thyroid checked constantly because it will shut down eventually. And I said, now I'm thinking, now it's overactive. I just put some energetic estrogen into you while you were telling us about all of that. Tell us how young you are, Miss Patty. How young are you? I'm 57 years old. Okay. All right. You are going through the change, my girl. And when our hormones, our sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, get out of whack, it affects all of the hormones. It's kind of like they work together in a soup and it's almost as if you're an ingredient gets missed or isn't the right dose. For instance, if you're making chicken noodle soup and you forget to put the chicken in it, it's not going to come out tasting like chicken noodle right. soup. Right? It may taste, you know, interesting, but it's not going to taste like chicken noodle soup. So I'm thrilled you're going to go to the doctor. I believe this is your hormones and I'm thrilled that you're going to talk to him about the bioidenticals. I think that's what's going on. That's very right. common. When we're low in estrogen, it, our hearts will race. So but do you I, think I, I have an overactive thyroid? No, your thyroid looks fine to me. This is estrogen related, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I'm going to I'm gonna make sure that I get tested for the estrogen progesterone. They'll do that. And testosterone. Yeah, you're going to be a new woman. Yeah. So let us know when I'm hoping I'm hoping because my insurance pays for this doctor, but I don't know if this doctor does buy identical hormones. I'm just trying to use my insurance. 
If it doesn't, Miss Patty, then call a compounding pharmacy in your area mm-hmm. and ask them who does. And then okay. say, who are the doctors that are prescribing bioidentical hormones? And for those of you that don't know what they are, it's hormones that are the exact molecular composition as to what our bodies make when we're young and fertile. Synthetic hormones are made by Big Pharma and they have extra molecules added to their formulas so they can be patented. And a lot of them come from pregnant horse mare urine. And the body's not real crazy about that sometimes. So, um, Patty, call a compounding pharmacy in your area. Just Google compounding pharmacy or zip code, and they'll come up with several pharmacies. Call them, say, who are the docs that are prescribing through you, and then you can look them up. All right. Thank you so much. You bet. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. You bet. All right, we've got somebody calling in from Toronto. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Hi. 416 code. Hello? Hi. Hi. Hi, what's your name? This is LaShonda from West Palm Beach. Hi, LaShonda. It says Toronto on you. Well, wait a second. All right, well, I'll take you then. I'm using the app or, you know, the, the app tonight. I clicked, I clicked on somebody from Toronto. So I'll come to them next. Well, how are you girl? I'm doing pretty good today. So all well, you got a question for me? Yes, please. Um, ever since, uh, I would say last Saturday, I woke up with, um, some pain and discomfort in the the back of the back rear let's see right hand side of my neck like underneath my skull between my right ear the um the bone behind the ear and just I would say and my spine just somewhere in that middle section there just a lot of pain I don't know if I slept the wrong way or something but um, I couldn't turn my head for a while, a few days without considerable pain. Each day it gets a little better and a little better. But I noticed um, when I turn on my right side, I feel like that area is spasming. I can just feel this, the constant, you know, just, you know, that feeling. So I have to turn over. So I can't sleep on my right side. And I pretty much have just been sleeping on my back and I stack my pillows in such a way where I have these big fluffy pillows. So one of very, when I, I'm like a depression in the pillow so that the pillow come up the side of my head so that if I happen to turn my neck to the right or the left, my head just kind of stays immobile, almost like a brace for me. And I stack pillows on my right side so I don't, in my sleep, turn on my right side. So Uh I don't know what's going on. Well, I think, yeah, you just got out of whack. So while you've been talking, I've done a chiro- energetic chiropractic adjustment on you. And do you have a chiropractor that you that you see now, LaShonda? I do have one, I, though I haven't seen him in quite some time. Go see him. They'll fix you in short order. And the spasming is because your spine, your skeletal system's out of alignment. And so the muscles are pulling and they're trying to get you back into alignment. So I think it will be fairly easy to fix 
once you go see your chiropractor, because that's what I watched happen. So hopefully that will give you some relief in the interim, but I would go see your chiropractor and I think they'll be able to fix you up in short order. Okay. Thank you. Thank okay, you. For girl. Thanks for Thank calling. Sure. Thank yeah. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's go to Miss Jen next. Hi, Jen. Hey, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I am calling from beautiful Long Beach, California. Long Beach. All right. Yes. Well, you're really like you got a question for me? I sure do. I was actually, I called in last week for myself, but the very last caller that you took talked about healing um, herpes zoster inner, um, energetically. And so I wanted to see if you could do that for my husband. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. His name is Dan. Dan. Okay. And, and is it, what kind of herpes is it? Is it like cold sore herpes on his mouth or is it genital herpes? It's cold sore in his mouth, zoster. Okay. All right. So there's this medicine called cold sore be gone. Did you hear me talk about that? I did, yes. And we have it on hand, actually. Great. <laughs> hey, you found it? Where'd you find it? In the grocery store? Um, yeah, just at our, our Albertsons here. I was surprised they had it, but they did. I know. And it comes in a container. It looks like a chapstick, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, my husband gets them, and I bought him some of that. And, oh, my God, that stuff works great. So everybody, cold, sore, be gone. And the manufacturer is a gal who had cold sores all her life and I wrote a blog on it and she emailed me and she said, Hey, I invented this product and you can get it in most grocery stores and it's pretty much all natural. I think, I think it's all, all organic too. And she talks about how it, uh, it takes care of that. So cold sore be gone. They have a canker sore be gone one as well. So Jen, I'm going to go to connect to you and from you to Dan. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama out to Long Beach and got you, got Dan. All right. So I'm pushing the virus out of his energy field and the virus looks like those little wormy things. Do you remember being in high school and looking at a drop of pond water or in your case, maybe ocean water? Under the microscope? Yes, absolutely. All, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, oh, my God, this is so disgusting, and we drink this water. <laughs> but that's what it looks like. So I laser it, and it kills the insides of these wormy-looking viruses, and then it just leaves their carcasses. And they look to me like capsules that you take for medicine without anything in them. It's just the shell that's left. And then I suck those out. So that's what I'm doing right now. I've lasered the front of him and the back of him, kills the inside of it, of the virus. And then I suck these little carcasses out of the top of his head. So hopefully that will help. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Julie. It's something that has plagued him for so many years. So I'm so appreciative. Yeah. The the reason why I'm so descriptive, Jen, and everybody is because if you can envision what I'm seeing in my mind's eye, if it's for you, the healing, it's going to help integrate the healing into your body. If in your case, it's for your husband or for someone you love that you're asking about, you help participate in the healing. So you and I were just double timing him. So that's, that's wonderful. Really good. Yeah. I'm okay. sure that it will. Wonderful. Oh. Thank you. Oh. 
Take care. Bye, Jen. You too. Bye. All right. Let's see who we have next. I believe it's Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. Amy. I can hear you in the background. Amy. Well, okay. I can hear her, but she can't hear me, apparently. All right. Let's go to Julie. Oh, hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi. I got my music playing, which means we're going to break, so I'm going to hold you over. I'll come right back after the break. Everybody, you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Ask Julie Ryan Show. And before we went to break, we were talking with Julie, the other Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. We're Julie Squared. I'm calling calling from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Terrific. Well, thanks for calling in this evening. You got a question for me? I was just going to ask, um, can you ask my inner being if, is there anything that I'm not hearing that my inner being would like me to know? Maybe um, something that, um, I don't know, that would benefit me somehow. When you, when you ask that question, the first, the first thing that came to me, Julie, was don't be afraid. Don't be so afraid is what I got. What are you afraid of? A lot of things. I feel like my, my body is vulnerable and um, intellectually I don't think that it really is, but I, I think that it is for some reason. Because and of COVID of, just normal? Pardon me? Because of COVID or just normally you're just afraid? Normally, normally and because of the COVID, but normally. Yeah. Okay. So... Do you have any health problems that make you afraid? Uh, heart palpitations, night sweats, kind of cool. That the other caller, I'm 57 also. Uh, ah, Miss Patty. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so fibromyalgia. Bioidentical, bioidentical hormones, Julie. Uh, yeah. Check that out. The best place to learn about them is Dr. Christian Northrup site. And it's drnorthrup, N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P dot com. She's the fairy godmother of women's health. She has written the Bible on women's bodies, women's wisdom, and the wisdom of menopause. Those are books that every woman should have in their libraries at home. So look into that. What I was telling Patty, the best way to find a doctor who specializes in bioidenticals. There are a couple of sites you can go to. One is called AFM, the, um, it's IFM, excuse me, IFM.org. And that's the Institute for Functional Medicine.org. And IFM.org. And then A, the letter, or the number 4M.com, A4M. And that stands for the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. But I think the best way to find a doctor is to call a compounding pharmacy, like what I was telling Patty. Put your is Google compounding pharmacy. That's a pharmacy that makes prescriptions individual for people, kind of like an old-fashioned pharmacy that would mix up, you know, a concoction and a prescription, and uh, mm-hmm. and ask them who's who's prescribing bioidentical hormones through them, and they'll give you a list. 
And then you'll know in your area and you can check out who the doctors are. So right. you want me to scan you really fast and throw some estrogen into you, energetic estrogen, if you need it? Okay. All right. Let me get you on my radar. So, so your spirit's saying, don't be so afraid. And what I was talking about with Lisa, our, our earlier caller from Maine about the two-minute rule, that works great, Julie. You just ask yourself, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? If it is, change the condition so you don't get killed. If it's not, it's fake. And we're making it up. And as soon as you ask that question, it breaks that connection of those thoughts. Thoughts don't originate in our heads. We pull them in from the ethers. Then they're either based in love or they're based in fear. Love feels good. Fear feels bad. You know, love can be neutral, too. doesn't mean you have to love everybody and love everything. Yeah, it means that you're at least feeling neutral. So, yeah, I've got you on my radar, and I've shot energetic estrogen into you. I think check out the bioidentical hormones. Dr. Northrop, Dr. Thanks so much. You bet. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, let's go to Kathleen next. Hi, Kathleen. Hi. Hi, Kathleen. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm from uh, Brainton, Florida. Okay. Terrific. Got a question for me? Yes. Um, Julie, I have a daughter. She's 36. Um, we adopted her. She's from Korea. Since a baby, she's been losing hair, but now it's coming out. She has. She used to have beautiful hair. Um, she has about a third of the amount of hair that she used to have, and it's very, I don't know, wiry. It's not really, it, just, it just looks sick. Now, she went and had her, uh, she went to an endocrinologist and, they said everything was fine with their thyroid. I don't know where to go from here. Definitely okay, tell. what's your name, Kathleen? Alyssa. Alyssa. Am I on speaker by any chance? Yes, take it off. Please. I'm getting feedback. Okay, that? Okay, thanks. Perfect. All right, so I'm going to connect to you down in Florida, and then I'm going to connect to Alyssa, and I'm going to ask her permission to scan her, and we'll see if she gives it. If she does, yes. If she doesn't, I will. If she says no, I won't. I can, but I won't because it's an ethical thing. But not all is lost because we can talk to her spirit and get some information from it. So here we go. I'm connected to you because you're close to me in Sweet Home, Alabama, and then I'm connected from you to Alyssa. All right, Alyssa, I'm talking to your mom on the phone. Is it okay if I scan you energetically? No. There you go. You're going to have to talk to her and fill her in on what's going on. So let's ask some questions of her spirit. The reason why I don't have a problem with that, Kathleen, is because I figure it's kind of like if you're talking to somebody that has pneumonia, they're going to tell you what they want you to know, but you're not going to look at their x-ray without their permission. And I feel the same about this. Alyssa's spirit's going to tell us what it wants us to know, but we're not scanning her without her permission. So, Alyssa, why are you having hair loss? Yeah, something to do with insulin levels. Has she, uh, is she insulin resistant? Is she, does she seem to crave sugar or processed foods? What's going on with that? No, she doesn't eat any. No, she eats really healthy. Healthy she eater. never craves sugar. Okay. There's a, not a sweet eater at all. There's a book called Why We Get Sick by Benjamin, I think it's Berkman, 
B-I- Bickman, B-I-K-M-A-N, Benjamin Bickman, that's it. Get a copy of that book. I get it has something to do with insulin resistance. And yeah, that's endocrine related, obviously. And in, this is a scientist. Bickman is a PhD scientist. And he says that we treat insulin resistance completely wrong in the medical community. He says we need to look at insulin levels instead of just glucose levels. So I'm getting there's something to do with insulin resistance in her body. So okay. see, see where that goes and get a copy of that book, Why We Get Sick. It's, it's very eye-opening uh, about all the stuff that that, that that can cause, insulin resistance. And this guy says that 80% of us are insulin resistant. So that was eye-opening for me, too. So give that a try and see if, if you find something that resonates or, or does for her. Okay. Thanks for calling, All Kathleen. Right. I hope she Thank helps. you so much. hope it helps. Okay. Take care. Okay, you too. Thanks. Everybody, we're going to break. We'll be back. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Before the break, we were talking with a bunch of callers, and we're going back to the phones now. I've got somebody from Toronto, 416 area code. Hi, this is Julie. What's your name? Toronto. I'm trying again. Unmute yourself. Maybe that's what's going on, why we can't hear you. Hello, hello. Okay. Well, we tried... So let's go to Linda next. And let me get find Linda here. Hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi there. Hi there. How are you? Well, I'm doing very well, thank you. And yourself? Terrific. Please tell Good. us where you're calling in from. I Santa Clarita, California. Okay, terrific. Are you guys smoke free now? You know, we are, and I really haven't heard much going on, you know, anymore in the news and that. But, yes, we've been smoke-free. We, we've been 103 degrees today, but it's not, you know, <laughs> that's just the heat that we get this time of year. So thank God for the yeah. smoke subsiding. So, yeah. And thank God, fire. <laughs> huh? thank God for air conditioning. Thank God for air conditioning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, my goodness. Um so I have a question about my teeth. I wanted to know if you could scan. I have a, um, I've had root canals and yeah. was some years back, and then recently, not recently, but a year or so ago, um, they found one that had failed, so they had to take it out completely and then put an implant. But I just wanted to ask on my lower left, a molar, it's kind of, because I've been through this enough when you get the root canals that your teeth start to act certain ways. So it's it's not hurting and inflamed, but I notice it's sensitive when I bite down. Not all the time. So I just wanted to ask you if you are, if you scanned it, can see if there's anything going on. Yeah. Did you have the root canal with the implant on the lower, lower right side? I had a one. I had a root canal that was redone. Well, not redone. It was actually completely removed, and then they put in an implant, which is fine. It's the left side that is now a problem. Why? Do you see something on the right? Well, the energy went to the right side first, and I was wondering if that is that the one where you have the implant that they put in. Well, the implant 
is fine and, and that's not an issue, but yes, that is. Is it on the right yeah. side? Yes. Yeah, that's where the energy went first, Linda. So I'm going, okay, what's up with that? So well, it's a part. lot of work that's been done all over the place. So, but anyway, okay, I hope there's nothing I'm up there. I'm checking that first, and what I'm mm-hmm. doing is I'm is I'm putting a, a, I'm encapsulating that implant, the the part that goes down into your jaw, into the bone, and oh. Yeah. The, um, those little plastic uh, covers that you'll see on a pair of tweezers, maybe on the tip of a mm-hmm. pair of tweezers. That's what it's reminding me of. I just watched that get put in that cav, you know, in the where the implant has gone down into your bone. Okay. So it's encapsulated it for some reason. I don't see any infection. I don't see any problem, but that's where the energy went first. And so ah, mm-hmm. that just told me I needed to follow it. All right, let's go on the left side and see what's going on. Cause it went right to that tooth that has the implant in it when you were talking. All right. So let's see what's going on on the left side. You're, you've had two root canals on that tooth. Is that what you're telling me? I've had on the, the the one in question now the lower left molar. I no, I had one root canal, but I just you know and um, you know when you get the cap on it or whatever they call it or the crown, and then I mm-hmm. it's been okay. It's just that I don't know if it's just sensitive or why when I chew, you know, when something gets right in the center of the molar and you're chewing, it's sensitive to mm-hmm. pressure which has usually been the indication of something going on in the past. Right. Yeah. I'm not seeing an infection there, Linda, right now. Oh, but I'm, thank God. But what I'm watching as I'm in the cavity where the root was, not mm-hmm. cavity tooth, the cavity in your gum tissue, you know, going down mm-hmm. to where the root is, and mm-hmm. I'm getting that cleared out. There's some debris in there of just gunk, old dead cells and stuff like that. So I'm cleaning that out. I'm watching it get irrigated. I'm watching it get filled with stem cell energy. Stem cell energy looks like a light amber colored gel. It has sparkles in it, of course, because it's woo-woo. And it it has a watery consistency to it. It reminds me of Dippity-Doo hair hair gel. Do you remember that Mm -hmm. from the 60s or 60s? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that hysterical? It's like it's like the And then there's a vortex that has formed above it and it's spinning very fast and that's gonna regenerate all that tissue in there. So it will help that tooth not be so sensitive. I do not see an infection at this point oh. in there. Okay. So I think well, that's that's a good sign. Very good sign. So that what you've just done is to just hopefully to strengthen it over time or get it a little bit stronger than it was. Um, to heal the tissue in there. There was just some some debris mm. in there. Mm. Yeah. I see that a lot in nerves. When nerves have been injured mm. or like if there's a ruptured disc or a bulging disc or something in the back. I'll go in and I'll rotor-rooter the inside of the, the nerve. Imagine it's a tube and it gets this gunk in it. That's a medical term. I came up with gunk. And it's just <laughs> old 
dead cells and stuff like that. And so I take this little teeny corkscrew and, and just it spins very fast and it tunnels through it. And then we irrigate it. And then I pour stem cell energy in there and it works great on sciatica nerves and stuff. And I think that's what's going on with your tooth. They've removed, you know, a lot of the roots and stuff, but there was just some debris left in there. Um, from when they did that root canal. So hopefully that will help. And again, the reason why I'm so descriptive, Linda, is because if you can envision what I just talked to you about, Mm -hmm. that's going to help integrate the healing into your body. And the way this works is the healing integrates either instantly, it can take days, weeks, months, it may need some kind of complimentary care, like a visit to your dentist, but Mm -hmm. it's going to integrate into your body in a way that's going to best go with what your spirit wants to experience. So that's why I'm so descriptive and I use all these crazy analogies just because so you can get a quick frame of reference. So hopefully that yeah. will help. Yes, that works very good for right. for my imagination. <laughs> I appreciate yes, you taking my call. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for Thanks. calling. Okay, thank you. Hope you feel better. You too. Thank I... you. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Natasha next. Hi, Natasha. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. Where are you calling us from? I am calling from Apopka, Florida. Okay. Terrific. What you got going on? So I, um, I'm, first of all, really glad that your husband is healing well from his knee surgery. So that's great news. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, well, unlike your husband, um, mine has had a few shoulder surgeries this year that are not healing well. Um, he's been doing Uh-oh. everything in his power to heal physical therapy three times a week, splints, massages, stretches, creams, um, the whole nine. And nothing seems to uh, be helping. And he just got another MRI um, this afternoon. So I was hoping that you can scan him and try to clear out any stagnant energy, anything that you might see in, in that shoulder. Yeah, what's his name, Natasha? His name's Ryan. Oh, he must be way cool with a name like that. He's, he's pretty cool. <laughs> you tell him. He's my brother from another mother. All right. So <laughs> I'm going I'm gonna, to... It's so funny. I have a friend who... Uh, her maiden name's Ryan too, and she says we're um, we're part of the Ryan sisterhood, which I think is hysterical. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. All right, I've connected to you, and I am connecting to Ryan. I'm asking his permission. Did you clear it with him first, or are we springing this on I him? I did. I did. I cleared it with okay. him. All right. I tried to tell his higher Good. self. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good job. All right, Ryan. I'm talking to Natasha. He goes, I know it's fine. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> a torn, uh, torn rotator cuff? It was uh, his labrum. Okay. All right. He got a torn rotator cuff now, so I'm stitching that up. So what did he do? Did he injure it again? Uh, yeah, potentially over the weekend. So he had his first surgery uh, in later third week of July and um, mm-hmm. sewed it all up. And then he had a manipulation to kind of get rid of the scar tissue that was built up in there. And then he, um, mm-hmm. of course, fell this past weekend uh, quite hard. So um, we visited the surgeon, like, seemingly for the hundredth time. Um, 
And uh, here we are. Okay, so rotator cuff tear, I've just healed. I have, uh, I mean, I did a healing on it. It's, I stitched it up, and then I put stem cell energy on top of it, Natasha, to get it to mm-hmm. heal faster. On the labrum, let me look at that. He's just got like a little tear in that. He does have some scar tissue. I'm going to remove the scar tissue and put some stem mm-hmm. cell energy in there too to help that heal. He's going to completely right. heal from this. I don't get he's going to need more surgery. This is just teaching him patience, right? And he's he is not, <laughs> not probably necessarily a patient man by by birth, right? No, he is not. <laughs> and Julie, right before you said that, I I. I knew there was some kind of bigger universal picture here, and I said, this is teaching mm-hmm. patients. Yeah. And so yeah. thanks for validating Yeah, that. He's going to heal from all of it. So tell him, tell him to be patient. Will do. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Listen, you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We are getting to some more callers here just in a second. But in the meantime, I wanted to remind you that we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035, and the access code is 483620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes, anywhere you download podcasts. We're also available on YouTube and Alexa. So please remember to subscribe and leave a review when from wherever you get your podcasts. These call-in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Ask Julie Ryan, and we'll post a reminder the day of the show. So if you're ever thinking about calling in and you're thinking, is Julie doing a live show tonight? Which I do most weeks. I think there's maybe three or four in a year that I don't. Uh, just look on my social media and, and it'll let you know. Call-in details also are on my blog that I send out every week. And that's a question that somebody has submitted online and, and I answer it. So be sure and sign up for it at AskJulieRyan.com. You can also schedule an appointment with me there. I'm booked out a couple of months, but go ahead and get on my calendar. And then on your email confirmation that you get, you'll see a button at the bottom of it that says reschedule. And you can click on that button periodically and it will show you if other earlier appointments have become available uh, earlier in the week. I think it was Monday. Somebody had scheduled it last Friday because somebody had rescheduled. So people reschedule all the time and you can usually find an earlier appointment if you need to. Also, when you're on my site, AskJulieRyan.com, sign up for the Angelic Attendant Training. As you heard from Lisa, one of our first callers, it's life-changing. You will learn to do all this stuff that I do, talk to your deceased loved ones, talk to anybody deceased, talk to spirits that are attached to a body. We can tell how close to death somebody is. You can do medical intuitive stuff on people, on animals, 
uh, talk to spirit guides, do past life stuff. It's just a buffet of psychicness. And plus, it's a blast. And we have this amazing community that we put together of graduates. And everybody that takes it just says, oh, my God, I knew it would change my life, but I had no idea it would be so much fun. So all of that is at AskJulieRyan.com. I have uh, five spots left for the January class. So if you're thinking about it, go ahead and sign up because they're going to fill up. All right. This week, the question is from Jennifer, and Jennifer lives in Arlington, Virginia. And she asked, hi, Julie. I discovered you on Suzanne Giesman's podcast and have now read through your website and listened to your podcast. Your work is incredible. I'm planning to take your angelic attendant training, speaking of which, as soon as possible. Thank you for all that you do. For most of my life, I've wanted to live permanently in Europe. I've spent a few years in Paris and London, and I'm now seriously considering moving to Torino, Italy. I'm finding, however, that I'm second-guessing myself and wondering if I should just stay living in the U.S. Could you please ask my spirit guides for direction about this? Thank you so much. Much love, Jennifer. And here's my response. Hi, Jennifer. Thanks for your question and kind comments. In order to get some guidance for you, I connected with you and saw seven spirit guides behind you in a horseshoe configuration. Spirit guides appear to me looking like a version of Father Time. And I put in parentheses, picture Dumbledore in the Harry Potter movies or Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings movies, end quote, and then morph into what they look like in the lifetime that correlates with what they're advising you about. Remember, spirits don't have a gender. They choose one each time they incarnate. When I asked your spirit guides if it was in your best interest to move to Torino, Italy, I got a yes. Next, I asked if it was in your best interest to move before the end of the year, and I got a no. Finally, I asked if it was in your best interest to move to Torino anytime in 2021 and make it your permanent residence for a while, and I got a big yes. Perhaps getting into Italy or even getting a visa to visit may take some time because of the COVID pandemic. Looks like there's a good chance you'll be saying arrivederci to to American family and friends in the new year. And by the way, since my class, Angelic Attendant Training, is online, you can take it from anywhere. That is, as long as you have internet access. Enjoy your adventure. And then I got a note back from Jennifer, and she said, thank you so much for your help, Julie. I doubly appreciate a bit of a timeline. I will plan for a new life in Italy in the next year. Now I can look forward to moving with unfettered excitement. So there you go. Thanks, Jennifer, for your question. And if you have a question and you can't call in and if you want it answered, submit it. On my website, Ask Julie Ryan, and it may be chosen for next week's question. So that will be fun. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show. So stay with us, everybody. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan show. We were talking with Leslie right before the break. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good, good. I'm so glad I got through. Um, I'm Ooh, calling from Oregon. There. I'm sorry. I said thanks for hanging in there. Thanks for your patience. Oh, of course. Um, I'm calling from Oradell, New Jersey, and okay. unfortunately, I lost both my parents to COVID a few months ago, and we miss them desperately. And I was wondering if you could connect with them. Absolutely. Yeah, what are, what are you what are their names, Leslie? 
Sure. Marianne and Rudy. Oh, did they, were they in a nursing home or did they live in their own home yes. or what happened? No, they, they lived in a nursing uh, facility. Nursing uh, home, yeah. I am so sorry. I can't even imagine what you're going through. Holy Moses. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to do, Leslie, is I'm going to connect to you in New Jersey. All right. Got you. So they're standing to your right. Your mother is next to you. Your dad is next to her. What I find is that spirits are very literal, number one. So we want, if you're looking for guidance or looking for specific questions, let's, you know, let's be as, as concise as we can. And, and what we're asking them. Secondly, they're gonna, we're gonna ask them a question or make a statement and they are going to, uh, answer us telepathically. And that comes in and it's gonna feel like a thought in your head. It's gonna come in within a second. So when it comes in that fast, you'll know that's them answering you. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, Leslie, that's gonna be your brain talking to you. And so what I find is that when we start talking with spirit, we ask a couple of questions to prime the pump, and then they usually get chatty. So, <laughs> well, I would love that. Yeah. Uh, yes, a- I, I, yes, I have a question. Um, Mom passed quickly uh, before mm-hmm. Dad, and um, I don't think he was aware that she had passed. Um, so I, I had, to, I had the job of going to tell him. Uh. And when I, when I w- went to tell him, I, I thought, I thought I killed him on the spot. He just kind of went into a blank stare and then he kind of like shook his head, like, like to shake it off. And he changed the subject and he just said, you know, why are you wearing that funny outfit? Cause I was covered in PPE. So mm. I'm wondering did he hear me or did he know that mom had passed? Uh, I got a yes to both of those questions, Leslie. I got a yes and a yes. He knew that she had passed and he did hear you. Did he have some dementia issues? He did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What I'm getting, my, my girlfriend whose dad just died, I just got back this afternoon from, flew back in the, from her, her dad's funeral and her mom has uh, Alzheimer's and she's 91 and her dad was 88 and her mom, when they told her, she got lucid all of a sudden. She was saying, well, do I have a mortgage on the house? Am I okay financially? Who's going to make the arrangements? Stuff like that. And like an hour later, she asked, she said, oh, well, I don't think I was ever married to him. And they were married like 67 years or something. So um, what, I, what I learned from that was, especially when there's something that's traumatic like that, it, a lot of times they'll be lucid for a time. And my friend Lisa said it was kind of like the short, like the the neural pathway shorted out, went back to shorting yeah. out. It was connected for a minute and then it shorted out. So yes, he did know, and um and yes, he uh he knew before you even told him. His spirit knew. Yes, I, I had a feeling. I, I wasn't quite sure. My my second question is, um, something was stolen, or I I believe it was stolen. Uh, of my father's 
And I, I'm wondering if he could verify that or tell me where it is, if it wasn't stolen. Uh, what is the object? It was his wedding ring. Uh, I get a no. It hasn't. It was not stolen. Uh, so where is it? Have you tried the lost and anything? Checking the lost and found. I know that sounds really simple, but uh, he's saying that it, it was left in a drawer. Did he have like a little little side table next to his bed with a drawer in it? You, yeah, you know, um, my parents were moved um, once they were diagnosed positive with COVID. They were moved within the nursing home facility to what they called the COVID wing, and then. Mm-hmm. Then they were moved back. So they were going back and forth. So I asked, you know, I didn't even notice it was missing because I was just so overcome with emotion that I was losing both my parents. And I happened to take a picture of my hand holding my father's hand. And my brother noticed that dad wasn't wearing his ring. And so that's when I brought it up to the facility where he was. And they looked high and low. And they looked in the laundry. They looked everywhere and nothing. And so not only was I devastated that I lost both my parents, but now the only piece of jewelry my father ever wore. Um, So will I ever find it? I I mean, the nursing home basically said that they were sorry. They they just could not find it. (laughs) Your dad is saying it's not important. He's saying it's not important. It's not worth you getting fretting about it. Uh, but I, I have gotten three times, ask him to check in a lost and found, that there's, they've got some kind of lost and found kind of place that I don't know if it's a drawer or a box or a, something. He said, it, he said his ring was put in the drawer. It was put in a drawer. And he's showing me this little cabinet next to where his, ta- his bed was. Yes. Like a little, like a little nightstand kind of a thing with a drawer in it, and yeah. um, and he's saying check the lost and found. So I don't know what that means, mm-hmm. but he's saying it's not it's not important and for you not to fret. His word, fret. Don't fret over it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. my dad is always a positive gentleman. Uh, I miss mm-hmm. I miss them both so desperately. Uh, so yeah. he. Saying, so, he's saying to me, teach you how to talk to them. And that's what I was talking about. You say something to them in your head or aloud, Leslie, and okay. they're going to answer you within a second. And it's going to feel like it's a thought in your head. And, and if you're looking for guidance or advice, be really specific. Because how we interpret whatever they tell us is going to be based on our frame of reference. An example I like to use for that is if you say, hey, mom and dad, are we going to enjoy watching the movie? And they say yes. You get a yes in your head, and then you you and your family are watching a movie that night, and, you're, and you, it's atrocious, and you're thinking, wow, what's up with that? Why did you guys tell us that we're going to enjoy the movie? They're telling you an answer yes. They're always going to answer correctly, and uh, but it could pertain to any movie that, you watch for the rest of your life the way the question was asked so you want to ask instead are we going to enjoy watching frozen 2 on disney plus tonight on tv 
See the difference in how we ask the question? It's all going to, the answer yes. and how applicable it's going to be is going to be predicated on how you ask the, quen- the question. The other thing is what I was talking with Lisa earlier about our, our second caller is when we're feeling badly, we're in a low vibration. Remember, thoughts originate outside of our heads. Our heads are like big satellite dishes, Leslie, and we bring in thoughts. And, and then we assign an emotion to it. And they're either based in love or they're based in fear. Love feels good. Fear feels bad. When you have an emotion that feels bad and you want to talk to your parents, you want to raise your vibrational level. Ask yourself, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes, whatever you're feeling badly about? And by going to curiosity, you immediately raise your vibrational level. And it lets you get information from them and communicate with them. People that are especially going through lots of grief, they'll say, I want a sign or I don't feel like I'm getting any messages from my loved one. Well, it's because they're broadcasting on a high frequency channel and you're living on a low frequency channel. Does that make sense? So you want, you want to increase your vibrational level. The other thing I can tell you with grief is think of waves of the ocean, Leslie. They're going to come in like a way, you know, the ocean's calm and then a wave breaks with a lot of force and it hits the shore. That's like grief. Grief comes in. It feels really badly and it feels very forceful. But then think of waves of the ocean because the wave's always going to recede and then you're going to have calm. So you're going to have calm, disruption, repair. And that's how grief goes. And then over time, you know, those waves come in and you're going to feel the grief, but it's not going to be as intense. So just keep picturing the waves of the ocean. It will help you get through, especially these early days after losing them. Thank you. I do. I do try to stay positive because I know they're together and that's what they would want. Oh, yeah. To be together. They they passed within three weeks of each other. So... That gives me solace. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you hear Jenna Bush talk about when her her grandfather died, Bush forty one? She said her daughter, who's five, said, "Well, mommy, you know, poppy needed to to um, die because he needed to help decorate the Christmas tree with Grammy. He needed to go to heaven because he died right before Christmas." So I thought that was so sweet and so appropriate, coming from a five year old. You know, that she knew that. So, good luck. Hang in there. Remember the waves of the ocean. I will, Julie. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Let's go back to the phones. Melissa, let's try you again. Are you there? Can you hear us? Hi, Julie. Thanks so much for coming back to me. Thanks for your patience. Sorry for our technical snafus, technical opportunities, let's call them, before. Well, thank you for your patience hanging in there. Where are you calling us from? Well, I am calling from next door to Sweet Home, Alabama in Mississippi. Oh, there you go. Mississippi, the, the Magnolia State. That's right. That's right. So I have a question tonight um, about uh, my best friend. Um, I lost her about eight eight years ago. And the truth is, is we're not really sure when she passed, if uh, her name was Cindy, if it was an accident, 
or if it was intentional. We're really not sure. And her mother is just, as you can imagine, eight years later, still just beyond beside herself. So okay. I was wondering if you could talk to her. Not autopsy wasn't done, it sounds like. I'm sorry, say again. No, no, it wasn't. An autopsy wasn't done. But they think no, she may have committed suicide? It, it's it's a possibility. Okay. Uh, so what I'm going to do, Melissa, is I'm going to connect to you, and then we'll, Cindy will be right there. They always know when we're talking about them. Did, yeah. did you watch Bewitched as a kid, the TV show? I used to watch Bewitched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love that show. I wanted to be Samantha Stevens when I grew up. And now I am. I know. And so you know how she would call in her mother and then Dora would be there immediately? Mm-hmm. How spirits work. I always say whoever wrote that screenplay all those years ago knew woo-woo because that's how it works. <laughs> and she'd snap her fingers and she'd be in a different location. That's how it works. You can, you know, raise your vibration. This is what I teach in my class. So I've connected to you, Cindy, standing to your right, like what I was talking with Leslie. They always, they know when we're thinking about them and they come right in. Also, you, so you can call them in that way just by thinking about them. Again, our heads are big satellite dishes and every, every spirit has their own frequency that they keep throughout all their lifetimes. So you just think of them, they come right in. Likewise, if you're doing something like folding the laundry or cooking dinner and she comes to your mind out of the blue. That's her mm-hmm. letting her. She's with you. She's close by. So questions for her. Cindy, did you commit suicide when you died? No. And that was the third time I've gotten that. Even before I had you on my radar, I was getting no that she didn't commit suicide. Was it an overdose? Did she do an over did she take an oh did she overdose? Is that what you think happened? I'm thinking that she took a pill, and she may not have remembered maybe that she took it earlier. We're just not completely sure. Yeah, that's what I was getting, too, that she she overdosed on some medicine. And she's telling me it was prescription. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It it does. Was it it, uh, her pills? Yes. Did she have a depression issue? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, she was having a very, very, very hard time when she when she went home. So, um, the, you know, the question was was there, and, and like I told her, you know, either way, I love you. It doesn't matter why or which way you left. I love you. Um, I just it still had that question kind of in the back of my mind. I wonder what happened. Yeah, she was telling me that she was very depressed. And she she overdosed on her medicine, but she didn't intend to. She didn't mean to. That is Mm-mm. that is wonderful, wonderful. Actually, yeah. have you oh, read Melissa Angelic Attendance? No, I haven't yet. Get a copy of it and get a copy for her mom, because it's going to help you understand what happens. First of all, when we go, how we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones, spirits, and it has lots of stories in it about families with whom I've worked. And it's so comforting to people and it's used 
as a gift, actually, for a lot of people who have lost a loved one or have somebody who's dying in churches all over the country and synagogues pass it out to families planning a funeral. So it's called angelic um, attendance. What really happens as we transition from this life into the next, angelic attendance. And you can get it in there. Are sold. It's it's so get a copy for her mom too, and I think you guys will find it very comforting. Well, I appreciate you, Julie, so much. You cannot know. I'm sure you do know, but you cannot know. Um, I appreciate you so much, and I have an appointment with you in December. Hot dog! Fabulous. Well, I look forward to having you for a whole hour. Check that yeah. button, you know, on your confirmation email because you may be able to to sweep in there, swoop in there and get somebody who's rescheduled for an earlier time. So well, that sounds great. Okay. Take okay, care. Thanks so much, Julie. Bye now. Okay. All right. Let's try Toronto again. Toronto, this is my third try with you. 416 area code. Hi. Hello. Hello. Well, all right, third time isn't a charm here. Let's try Amy again. Julie. Amy, are you Hi. there? Yes, Hi. I am. How are Hi. you? Good. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Hi. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Oh, San Diego. San Diego. Got a quick, quick question for me? Yes. I want to figure out, just like the beginning of the first call is on income flow. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the sitting duck, and I love to educate people about health and nutrition and, um, you know, how to eat right and how to read labels. And I've done massage therapy for a long time. It may take time to resurrect that, even with my own physical hands and, and you know, healing my body, which is, I'm doing better. But do you, can you help me? understand how I can create a new flow of income with what I love doing. Follow your guidance. You're going to have thoughts that will come in, Amy. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.